A coffee shop is charging rude customers double. A young man became allergic to his own orgasms. And a blind woman is piloting a plane across the country. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast. That's right. I'm Jonesy, your host. Who are you? I'd like to get to know you. Yes, I would. A coffee shop charges rude customers more than double the price for a coffee. Little Boston accent for you. So a cafe owner charges customers more than twice as much if they don't act appropriately, if they don't order their coffee politely. What's the name of this place? Chai Stop. It's in Preston, Lancashire. This Chai Stop has introduced a new rule to help customers remember their manners, charging them more for their coffee or any other drink that they order. Or I'd imagine even a pastry. You better order that scone in a very dignified and respectful manner, or you're going to pay double. Usman Hussein, age 29, opened the shop selling chai, donuts, street food, and desserts and coffee in March of this year. He recently introduced a sign explaining that the customers are going to pay different prices for the same drink depending on how politely that they order their order. The sign explains very clearly Desi Chai will cost you five pounds, while Desi Chai Please will cost you three pounds. But, quote, hello, Desi Chai Please will cost you just one pound (laughs) ninety. This is great. Usman said that while the shop has never particularly experienced many bad-mannered customers, he hopes the rule will encourage people to open up and reinforce the cafe's culture of good vibes only. Yeah, you got to reinforce your good vibes only. A lot of people out there don't have good vibes. A lot of Karens walking around with bad vibes only, to be honest. Um, Usman says, quote, I think it's a nice reminder to use your manners because unfortunately, sometimes we do need reminding. We've never struggled with rude customers, but since having the sign, people are definitely coming in more often and more open and they're having a bit of a laugh with us. To me, the most important thing in my business is to walk through the door and be treated like you're a welcome guest in our home. It's nice to have that respect reciprocated, I say. Well, yeah, and this is a private business, so you can kind of do whatever you need to do to create the vibe that you want. Usman got this inspiration years ago from a post that he saw on social media of an American cafe that implemented the same rule. I don't remember this American cafe doing that. (laughs) I wonder how that went over. (laughs) Americans can be so damn rude. Uh, Usman kept the picture in his camera gallery for two years before stumbling across it recently, and he decided to give it a trial at his own place, the Chai Stop. He said, I decided to bring the idea into our shop because it fit perfectly into our concept. And lo and behold, as soon as he put up the sign... His staff at the Chai Stop found that people coming in and ordering were being much more friendly and much more respectful. People even have a laugh about the sign. Uh, But it works. It still reminds them to use their manners. Usman confessed that they have yet to actually charge someone five pounds for their drink yet. But, you know, it's necessary to have it up there, he says. If a customer doesn't use their manners, I point to the sign. And they immediately ask again more politely. A lot of people can be quite rude in the mornings while they're waking up. But when they see that sign, it makes them think. 
At the end of the day, you never know what someone is going through to make them act rude, but it helps them to drop their guard. It gets them talking like an icebreaker. That's what we're all about over here. Any negativity gets left at the door, I say. Well, I really like this guy's vibe, despite him speaking like a pirate. Um, he's kind of like the opposite of the soup Nazi. Do you guys remember the soup Nazi from that Seinfeld episode? I actually met him in New York City and got a great photo with him. Maybe I'll put that up in the Patreon for amusement. Now, I have a little bit of experience working in retail, and I know how rude customers can be. It's been a while since I've worked retail. Wouldn't want to work retail right now because you got Karens all over the place. And then in Florida, you get people stabbing you if you if you forget the lettuce or the pickle. I like to imagine someone comes up and says, well, I want to speak to your manager. And then this guy can go, all right, well, that's 10 bucks to speak to my manager. You still want to speak to my manager? A young man became allergic to orgasms. But don't worry, there's a happy ending. <laughs> happy ending. In a recent case study, doctors described the unfortunate case of a man who developed an allergy-like reaction to his own orgasms. This bizarre and rare affliction left him unable to pursue any sexual or romantic relationships in his life. But thankfully, the doctors managed to treat his problem using a very simple over-the-counter antihistamine. How about that? It does have a happy ending after all. This condition is real, guys. It's known as post-orgasmic illness syndrome, also known as POIS. Sufferers are almost always men. They experience symptoms similar to hay fever or even the flu following ejaculation. Such symptoms as fatigue, itchy eyes, sneezing, stuffy or runny nose, and even memory problems. How about that? Memory problems, imagine. Yeah. You, you, you don't even know how you got there or who you're with. You're like, what happened to me? Oh, yeah, I was uh, having some intercourse. These symptoms appear after every or nearly every or nearly every orgasm, usually within seconds, but sometimes up to two hours later, and they can last anywhere from two to seven days. Seven days of memory issues because you had a little encounter? That sounds horrible. Says here that there are many illnesses that can affect a person's sexual function, but POIS is very, very rare. The National Institutes of Health estimates that fewer than a 1,000 people in the U.S. currently have this condition. And according to the authors of this latest case study, there are fewer than 60 reported cases of POIS in the medical literature overall. This case report describes a very healthy 27-year-old man who began first experiencing his symptoms at the age of 18. In addition to his flu-like illness, he would often break out into hives along his forearms after orgasms. Oh, I can relate to this because when I eat tree nuts, I also break out in hives along my forearms and my neck. And strangely, in my armpits. My armpits get very itchy when I eat tree nuts. It says here, this man had seen several medical providers over the years, including an Otolaryngologist? Otolaryngologist? I can't pronounce this word. Sounds like someone that gets paid a lot. Um, also, this individual sought out an infectious disease specialist and multiple allergists, but nothing they offered seemed to help him. By the time he saw these doctors, he had long been actively abstaining from any sort of sexual activity and not getting involved in any romantic relationships. Got off the dating apps... Because of its rarity, there's very little known about exactly why POIS 
happens and affects certain people, but it's suspected that it is a type of hypersensitivity reaction to something within a person's ejaculate. Wow. But what if you don't touch the ejaculate? And if that was the case, wouldn't other people get itchy from your ejaculate? I'm sorry, this is getting disgusting. Earmuffs, children, earmuffs. Says here, most people with POIS, for instance, have tested positive on skin prick tests using their semen as the allergen. Now, we have one plausible theory, and it is that the sperm cells might trigger this immune response since they contain only half of the genetic material found in most other cells, but even sterile individuals have developed POIS, suggesting that the true culprit is usually some other ingredient in the semen. Now, as so little is known about POIS, there is no official treatment, but these doctors decided that they were going to test out an antihistamine which can tamp down the symptoms of other types of allergy. Their initial treatment didn't seem to work, but they switched to an over-the-counter version taken daily. It's a drug, a generic drug under the popular brand name Allegra. Additionally, they advised the man to gradually ramp up his frequency of orgasms, and the Allegra worked like a charm leading to a self-reported 90% decrease in symptoms for the guy and allowing him to finally resume sexual activity. One of the doctors is quoted as saying, Our experience demonstrates the feasibility of treating a complex disease with a simple medication and hopefully will be replicated in future patients. Very exciting. That is very exciting and very good to know that they're solving this issue because being allergic to your orgasms sounds like a horrible way to live. I don't know if I could keep going, guys. I enjoy my orgasms. I wouldn't want to have one and then sneeze for seven days and forget where I am. And then, you know, if you do decide to have a romantic encounter with someone, you have to sort of tell them the situation. You know, I just want to let you know that after we do this, be prepared for, um, well, I'm going to probably get the flu. And so you might want to just leave. A blind woman is going to pilot a plane across the country. This is a very inspirational story. A blind Arizona woman is making a rare but monumental achievement. She's piloting a plane. Her name is Kaya Armstrong. She spent months preparing for this journey of a lifetime. She's a student at the Foundation for Blind Children in Phoenix, Arizona. Here's a quote from Kaya. I've had to go through extensive ground school and in-flight training just to figure out all the ins and outs and all the details of this. On October 7th, Kaya took off from Mesa's Falcon Field Airport in a small Cessna aircraft. They were were able to get me a poster of the inside and exact replica. I was able to braille it while I was at home, so I put it up on the wall or on the table. I just sit in front of it, and I practiced. I practiced for hours to get ready. Now, of course, it's very unusual to see a young woman pilot a plane, But it's pretty rare for that pilot to be blind as well, the article says. The 21-year-old woman lost her sight when she was 14 years old. She says, it was just like any other day. I got out for a bike ride, but I had to come back early because my vision got really blurry. We found out the next day from the doctors I had some sort of autoimmune disease. Fast forward to today, I've lost all my peripheral vision and can only see a couple of inches from my face. This is all part of an event called Flight for Sight, by the way, which is meant to give blind children a chance to prove that they're capable of anything, including flight. We have a quote from the CEO for the Foundation of Blind Children. He says, We do a lot of these challenge events to give our kids a chance to prove to the world that they can do anything. 
I mean, take Kaya, for instance. She's flying across the country, and it's going to show the world that despite being blind, anything can be done. Now, while Kaya is piloting the plane, she won't be alone. She has a professional helping her navigate, basically just helping her keep the plane level. Um, but turns out she's really good at it, and they only need to give her some verbal cues here and there, but she does most of the flying herself. Pretty amazing. Kaya's journey has already taken her to Colorado Springs in Kansas City. She's expected to head to Louisville, Kentucky, then Washington, D.C. And uh, here's another quote from Kaya. I think the biggest message I want everyone, both sighted and blind, to take away from this is that we don't have limits. The only limits that we have are the ones that we've given ourselves. And I want everybody to stop limiting themselves. Wow, this girl is like a total inspiration. And by the way, I have many blind listeners of this podcast, and they're also an inspiration. I hear from them often. Um, and I, I think it's amazing when I see that blind people just out there doing all kinds of stuff. Now, I, I, I did cover a story once about blind people hunting, and I, you know, I was kind of on the fence about that. But then I spoke to some of my listeners, and now, you know, I'm okay with that too. Uh, it's just like, it's amazing the world we live in now. Like you can, with technology, you can kind of, despite your deficiencies, uh, even with the senses, you can participate in things. You, you would not have been able to do that many, many years ago, but you can participate. And I love it. I love to see this sort of thing. It gets me excited and it makes me feel inspired as well. And I think about myself. I need to stop limiting myself. Sometimes I do these things. Maybe you limit yourself sometimes. Well, think about Kaya. And this is a young blind girl that's flying across the country. I mean, that's just awesome. Yay! I'm a podcaster, baby. I just want you to know. Don't know where I've been or where I'm about to go. I'm recording in the closet to be who I am. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for sitting in for this episode of Weird AF News. And anyone in your environment who's listening, thank you for being there as well. I appreciate it. I want to thank everyone who sent me stories in the last couple of days. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com if you'd like to give me any input. Also, feel free to call the show, 646-450-2012. Leave me a lighthearted message with no F-bombs, please. That's all I want. Uh, if you guys like to follow me on Instagram, my gram is at funnyjones. You can uh, kind of see where I'm performing stand-up comedy if you're interested in that. And I post a lot of stuff on there. Uh, I just posted a video in the Patreon uh, from my new web series, Comedians React. So those of those of you, my my delicious patrons, my very supportive patrons, my generous patrons, uh, please be aware that there's some new material in there that you can you can watch, featuring yours truly. Uh, Comedians React is also available on YouTube, of course. So let me know if you'd like a link to that. Just email me. Just email me, guys. Don't don't be shy. Reach out. Funnyjones at Gmail. It's very easy. If you guys would like to support the show, support what I got going on over here, which is a very small production company inside a hot closet, uh, join the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app and do a search for weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Okay, enough of that. We'll see you tomorrow.